Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your daily dose of positivity. This is actually the very first episode of Positivity, a show where teens talk about all the uplifting and inspiring news happening in the world. Today, we're diving into some hopeful updates about the coronavirus pandemic, as well as a cool story about women and gorillas protecting biodiversity. I am Carter Dvorak, joined by an excellent panel of hosts today. And so I think, host, if you all want to introduce yourself here. Hello, my name is Alabama. So excited to do this podcast. Woot woot. Let's have a great time. Let's party on. Yeah. Hi, my name is Yongso, and I'll, I'm also very excited to be here. All right. Cool, cool. Um, and my name is Kaylee, and um, like everyone else, I'm also very excited. Awesome. All right. So. Did anyone have a preference on who wants to go first? Or if not, I can start off, start us off here, but um, if anyone has a preference or I can just kind of go through. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, first up on the ballot, I think is some big news going on in the coronavirus vaccine world. So we have some really pretty uplifting news about some trial runs and some phases of how this vaccine is going and kind of what's been happening there. So the US and the UK are really leading the charge. I think Canada is as well in finding vaccines. And so there have been like nearly two dozen vaccines in clinical trials and like 140 of them are in like pretty early development. And, you know, I think these vaccines have probably been going since like March and such, but we just got some good news about like some tests, people who had the vaccine, which basically, you know, creates antibodies for the coronavirus, those that are that have been given the vaccine have seen a spike in those antibodies and like their antibody activity. We don't really know how this applies. I don't think they've been, there've been any testing on anyone who has been sick with the virus. And we don't know whether this would lead to people, you know, if it protects them just from getting sick or if they're able to still spread it with the vaccine, but just seeing some really positive strides. I think they're in phase two and phase three in certain areas and as well as, um, Oxford University is releasing some various statistics, I think, this week. So that hopefully will lead to more good news. But the trials and the runs of these vaccines have been really coming back positive, which is excellent for getting through this pandemic that we've been in. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need that vaccine. We do. ASAP. Yep. We can get back to our, to our lives again, see people in real life. It's been tough. It's definitely. Not, yeah. Yeah. No, and I think like, so we've been doing it on a lot of, um, I think, younger patients primarily. So they've been like the main ones getting tested. And I guess to, to the audience, if you are interested in being a participant in a trial for a vaccine, there's probably something around you somewhere. And so reach out to your local people and uh, local authorities and they can probably direct you to somewhere if you want to be trying out this vaccine as well and helping to better end this pandemic and really fight this thing through. Yes. Yes. Wait. But do you yeah. think that vaccine will work like 100% like every single patient? I mean, I think that's always the dream. I don't know if that's going to be how it is primarily, but even if it can help 85%, 90% of the people who can get it, who even if, if they can get it, if they won't feel you know, the effects of it, that would be spectacular. We could, it definitely be the main stride that we need to get back to going to a pretty normal lifestyle, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited that they're finally getting around to like the vaccine is finally coming um, out because my chem teacher was like so sure that it was going to come out in like mid March and we were going to be okay. And like <laughs> obviously that did not happen. So I'm really excited that it is happening because I live in like what used to be the epicenter of the virus. So oh, wow. things were pretty bad for pretty while, but for a long while, but now we're good. Awesome. Yeah, that is very positive news. The vaccine has been weird because, you know, there's so many different statistics of like, it'll take six months, it'll take seven years. But I think with this happening now with us entering into phases two and three and so on, I'm hoping that probably 2021, I'm thinking that be early to mid 2021 would be my best guess, if all things go well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not to be unpositive, <laughs> but I'm guessing, or negative, gosh, I'm guessing the uh, vaccine will probably come out in March, but it's great that they're testing and getting some good results. Definitely, yeah, I think that the trials have been going well, which is great, and yeah, I agree, like, I definitely think it's coming soon, soon is very relative, but I still think that just knowing that people are out there working on things actively is very important and very positive to hear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should I give you a little antidote about a mini story? Definitely. Got? Okay. This is pretty, pretty cool. A hospital staff in Spain has been carting out their patients to the beach to enjoy some nice beach weather, beach smells. I thought I that was that. cute. Yeah. That's great. It's very cute. I'm yeah. sure being like holed up in a hospital, barely able to breathe, going outside just to see the beach from a bed is must be great. Yeah, the salt, the saltier the the beach air can really could help people's lungs. Honestly, but it's definitely I'm sure. like super. It's you know it's a calming state. It's a great. That's great. I love all the like things that hospitals and doctors are doing to really help out patients. Yeah, they're trying to make as positive an environment as they can, which is lovely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been at the beach for the past two weeks, and like. I already feel like more relaxed and just like happier than I was at home. So I can only imagine what it's like for the patients who were like in a room for so long, just being able to see the beach. For mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It's a very, it's like a, it's a very tranquil place to be for any person, let alone somebody who's been fighting a disease or a really tough pandemic. So that's a great story. No, but I definitely think there have been some really great, like, stories of the you know people in hospitals and patients like really doing some fun things for that helping them out and like even the medical just medical people in general are so so great right now and so I just want to like so love them and support them as well so if you're if you're a doctor if you're a medical person listening to this we all applaud you and are so so thankful for everything that you do Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep going. Thank you. Keep going. We support you. We do. Okay, so um, I guess I can go next. Keeping with the corona theme, there's a medical charity in England called 
medical detection dogs. And basically, in the past, they've trained dogs to detect malaria, cancer, Parkinson's disease, all through smell. There was a golden retriever named Kiwi who was able to sniff out prostate cancer with um, an 80% success rate. And so now the charity is working with the Tropical Medi Medicine and Hygiene School in London and Durham Universities to start training dogs to detect COVID-19 because it's um, a respiratory disease. So um, many respiratory diseases cause a change in your body odor, which dogs can detect. So the aim is to like get the dogs to be able to screen everyone and then they can uh, let the handlers know if they need, if the person needs to be tested. And this is obviously going to help conserve resources. So that way we don't have to keep testing everyone. They can kind of just test the people who they need to. And it's also a lot less invasive than the test, which I don't know if you've seen like videos of people getting them, but yeah. the Q-tips like go pretty far up your nose, which can be pretty uncomfortable. So I just thought that was fun. That's amazing. That's like some super awesome doggos to say, like, because I never, I never really knew that they could like sense diseases like that, but that's really, that's really, really cool. And like, you know, I don't want this virus. I don't want any of that, but if I had to get tested, and they're like, all right, we're going to test you, but we're going to do it with a really cute dog. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay uh, to get a dog tested. Do you know how much, like, time it takes them to train for that? Or? Um, I mean, it didn't say. I'm assuming it probably does take some time for them to, like, be able to recognize the smell. And obviously, they have to try it and make sure that the dogs are working. But, yeah. Have, are any of them, like, doing the job now or is it are they still training I think they're like in the trial phases so they're like working with the universities to see um and their hopes are to use them in airports and stuff so when people come off the planes they can test them right away and see if they need to go get tested and that will obviously hope to minimize the spread but they really want to use it once the pandemic is over and we're kind of going back to normal um to like just keep everything up and make sure that this doesn't happen again that's, that's great that's a great I, I hope it like goes well yeah definitely yeah. like that'd be a really because that's a great way to like conserve testing as well as yeah like to conserve testing and again like dogs i think people will be less frightened by like you know to be tested by a dog if like they're able to just like you know it's a dog you, you go pet them and then they can tell you if you have a crazy virus i think that's great yeah it softens the blow. It does. It, yeah. It's like that, uh, I think it's BuzzFeed or whatever that does a, like the puppy interview videos. I feel like it kind of reminds me of that, of like, you get to go hang out with a dog for a bit and you just kind of can chill. I guess the only downside is if you're like scared of dogs. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, scared of dogs. allergic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're allergic, then it'd be a bit hard to tell. Maybe, maybe. You could just go to the alternative, like the. Yeah. Um, it actually hurts. I've got tested like three times, and it hurts a lot. Like. Ooh. Oh really? Horrible. Yeah. Three times, and like I got tested because my parents were testing their workers at their business mm. because one of them were positive, so they were testing every wow. single worker, and I also got tested, and it hurts a lot, definitely, but don't do it like yeah what method yeah, of testing did you do or did you have to do uh the nose one three times yeah. i haven't been tested but um last summer i 
had to get surgery on my nose because I broke my septum like in a go-kart accident. It was this whole thing and I had a lot <laughs> I had a lot of things like up my nose so I can only imagine how yeah. it would feel again. <laughs> wow, yeah, definitely. Like I can definitely understand where you're coming from. And like to have those things like in your nose and like go back there, it's definitely really uncomfortable. <laughs> But I yeah. sympathize with you. <laughs> Definitely. My nose bled once, like, after doing the test. Like, I just saw blood. I was like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, I have a story that it's totally not related to COVID, but um, <laughs> it's about some uh, guerrillas, which are people that have fought against the government. I don't know when they fought against the government, but after they had a conflict with the government, um, they hid themselves in the forest. But recently they have helped some scientists and the Colombian government to um, recover some of the animals that were thought that they were extinct. extinct. And it's approximately 120 plants and animals that were rediscovered, basically. Wow. That's really cool. I feel kind of dumb because I think in the intro I referred to them as like actual gorillas, like the, like the mammals. Not, um, but no, I think it's a really awesome thing to like. Yeah, you did. You I said definitely gorillas. Did. Gorillas. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's really. But that's neat. dope. I. We need to do our best, conserve the environment. Definitely. I'm taking apes this year, so I'm all on the, like, sustainability train right now. And so it is really cool to, like, hear these stories of rediscovering extinct species is great to kind of bring back hope for that, those kind of topics and, like, to rediscover plants and animals that we thought were extinct. I think it's a very important thing and very cool. I heard this a long time ago. Probably needs to be fact-checked, but we can use this. Um, I heard that doctors from China, like, a few months ago, went to Italy when Italy was a big hotspot and helped them out in their hospitals when they were, um, you know, overwhelmed. Yeah, I think that's very cool and uh, definitely, like, a great thing to do. It's been kind of fun to, like, because this is, like, this is a global pandemic. Like, COVID does not discriminate, again, like, to quote kind of Hamilton. <laughs> it does not <laughs> we need a group of this... nations come together here yeah so this has been going around a lot and i just like i saw this today and it is really really cool but so a six-year-old boy like saved his little sister from a dog from like a dog oh, attack yeah isn't oh, that yeah. cool and he's like now he's and like getting whole... in the like, captain america's shield and things like he's really become He's an awesome kid. Like, mm -hmm. the story is absolutely amazing. And he, it's fun to see all the videos of him, like, on group chat with, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and stuff. Because, like, <laughs> this kid who, like, at age six, did a really major act of bravery. What did, how did he save his sister, like, from what? So, like, there was a dog, um, so I'm reading his quotes right now. So, like, so there was a dog that was coming towards him and his sister who I believe is younger than him, and he, like, stepped in front of her and, like, took the blow. So, like, he kept moving in front and, like, fighting against the dog to protect his little sister. And so the dog, like, jumped on him and, like, kind of 
hurt his cheek a bit and like definitely scratched them up. But he told his sister to run and then the dog, the dog released and then he ran to his sister and they ran back to the house. But like, this kid's, I don't know, I don't know about swears, but like, if we can bleep this out, we can bleep this out. This kid's a badass. Like, it's just total, <laughs> like, Avengers level badass. And I, like, I apologize for that. And editing, we might have to put that over, but this kid's amazing. I don't so they, know. You know, he's a brave one. He's a brave one. <laughs> I don't know. His name is Bridger was- Walker. Yes. Thank you. If I was in that position, I can't say the same. <laughs> yeah, like if I was in that position now, let alone me at age six years old. But like, and he's been getting a lot of praise from like this as Hugh Jackman, Zachary Levi, Tom Holland, Anne Hathaway, Robbie and Mel, Mark Ruffalo, the Russo brothers, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. Like this kid is oh. getting the attention he rightfully, rightfully deserves because he had a two hour long 90 stitch surgery to like oh yeah all those at age six and so okay? um i think he's okay now i think he's on his way to recovery and like what i've seen he seems okay and now yeah so chris evans is gonna send him like an authentic captain america shield because this kid will be a superhero oh, when wow. he grows up i just know mm-hmm. it but um so the recovery I might be tough, found but... something um Awesome. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have already talked about this. Let me know if you have. But um, and also this prob- this might need to be fact checked. But um, it says that the National Suicide Prevention has now as a hotline, which is a designated three-digit number. It's nine eight eight, like how emergency services have nine one one, which will increase accessibility to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline and reduce the stigma of utilizing these mental health services. We have not talked about that. That is really that's, amazing. Yeah, that's super cool. That's that's fantastic. Because that's, you know, an incredibly important thing is, you know, like I, to be like, is, if they have a quicker number and if they, it's something that can very much help people, then that is something very important. Yeah, you know, because things are a whole hundred number might, you know, discourage people compared to just three digits. Right, because it's quicker to, like, know off the dome as well, because, you know, some people might even be weird, like, Googling it, but if you just have that information in your brain, it might be easier. Mm-hmm. So it was 688, did you say? No, 988. 988, okay. Oh, just Google it to make sure it's true, but <laughs> this is, it was off a tweet, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to double check. Yeah. But I mean, can you can you introduce yourself, Saisha? Like just oh. just for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, his yeah. name and like so grade. My name is Saisha Gupta. Um, I'm a, going to be a junior now. I had to think about that. Awesome. Um, um, should I just say like a little bit about me? I guess, or or is sure. that it? Um, go ahead. I've actually just started my own podcast called Brown Girls Rising. It the first episode just released on Wednesday. And so that's what got me really interested in doing this because I've learned a lot through that. And I think that this is a really cool way to spread information, especially this way with through positivity. It's um, spreading joy and this good news compared to all the 
like everything you see in the news these days. Definitely, that's yeah. Cool. And that's awesome. You have your own show. I definitely, I feel like I've seen you in my feed. I think I follow you, but I need to listen to your yeah. episode because I'm super excited to, I'm super behind on podcasts right now, but I definitely want to listen. It seems like, because you have a really cool premise as well. And I love the like, the insight that I think you give because I've seen some of the like, even your social media posts I really like and I think they're really great. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Congrats yeah. for making your own uh, podcast. That's really cool. So Which here it says that this 988 um, number will be available by 2022, and it will mm. connect um, callers 24-7 to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline um, as a new nationwide emergency number. Awesome. But it's going to happen because the Federal Communications, Committee, Communications Commission voted for it. That's yesterday. amazing. Yeah, that's 2022. Really Something I look forward to. It is. Yeah. <laughs> if you need it. <laughs> if you need, if you need it. it. And I guess currently which you is, say which Yes, I go ahead. That's which is okay. It's okay to need it. Help. Is. Yeah, it is. it's, it's definitely okay. okay to reach out and it's important to reach out. Which I guess to to read off the current one, the current hotline number, if you are in these issues, please call this number or you know, contact this, but it is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. So, again, 1-800-273-8255. So, if you are in need, if you have any struggles, anyone, if you need to communicate with somebody or talk to them, please reach out to this number if you need help, honestly. Is actually the suicide rate high in the U.S. or is it just because, like, of COVID that, like, everyone's, like, fed up with it, the virus and all that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised i can pull up stats real quick but um i think it is it's probably i would presume it has escalated unfortunately but again you know please like even this like this too will pass so even if it is the pandemic or any issue is only temporary to like as a piece of reassurance that things will always get better I used to put that to put that out there yeah yeah, yeah. So I think like, you have to work you have to work for yourself yeah definitely you have to care for yourself and work for it and just know that you are loved and appreciated by the people around you you know it's very important message and it's something good to know and just to always be aware of is that there are people that you matter to them a lot you know I mean not to be cliche but like everything happens for a reason and it can be hard to see that reason when things get really bad but like you know it'll come and everything will eventually get better and like there are people who care about you and it's like it's a good reminder to have of course for sure it's a very important reminder So this has been the first and another, maybe, depends on how many you're listening to, episode of Positivity. Thank you very much for listening and joining and coming along with us on talking about all the good news out here that, honestly, I did not know any of these stories I had not seen other than through this podcast. And so 
that's very important. And I think, thank you very much for coming along and listening and having your daily dose of positivity, positivity, maybe. And so um, I think just thank you to all of our great editors and graphic designers and music artists. We can probably put all your names in the description, I think, as like credits, probably, hopefully. Editors, thank you. But um, with that, I have been Carter Dvorak, and I have had my lovely table of hosts today. And so I think we can all just say our names and then probably sign off. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. My name's Alabama. It was great. Great. Awesome. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. My name's Kaylee Richmond. Thanks for listening. I'm Saisha. Thanks for listening. My name is Yangso. Awesome. Thank you. And, oh, I don't know if we'll have socials at this point. If we do, they'll be in the description. So if you want to follow us anywhere, look in the description. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, night, wherever you are. Adios. Adios.